Okay, we are on Sefer Yecheskel, Perik Yud Aleph, Posuk Aleph Vatisa Osi Ruchai. And uh, let me take the opportunity to welcome everyone back from their Pesach recess. We hope you had a wonderful Chag. And let's get back to Yechezkel. So we see now, Yechezkel is now given another one of those visions where he, of course, does not leave Bavel. He never leaves Bavel. And is whisked back to the base Hamikdash uh, right into the interior. And here he solves or is sent to solve a particular problem that we have seen before and we're going to have to refer to it back in Perik Ches. Perik Ches Pasuk Tes Zion. Um, you will recall uh, he is sent back or again taken back in a vision to the Chatzel, the inner Chatzel of the Beis Hamikdash that opens to the Heichal and there says the Pasuk, there are Srim B'chamishah Ish, 25 men, Achareyim El HaHechel, in the Heichel, their backs are to the Heichel, to the Kadshei Kedoshim, Upinehem Kedma, and they are facing the east. In other words, turning your back on the Heichel is a terrific Avera to start with, but they are facing east, says the Navi, specifically to worship the sun. They are bowing to the sun in the east. A tremendous travesty in the Beis HaMikdash. Back to the Heichal, front facing the uh, sun. They are worshipping the sun, and some of them go on to say they are worshipping it in some of the most disgusting manners that are done in sun worship. So meanwhile, now Yechezkel is being sent back there, and we will see why. Batisa Osi Ruchi, I am transported again by the spirit of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Batavo Osi Elshar Beis Hashem HaKadmoni, I am transferred to the inner gate of the temple. Hapone Kedemo, facing east. V'hinei B'Pesach Hashar, and there in the gate, opening of the temple, Esrim B'Chamisha Ish, 25 men, those same 25 men, V'Ere B'Sochom Es Ye'azanya Ben Azur, V'Es Paltiyahu Ben Benayahu Sorehaam. Now we're putting names on at least two of those 25 hitherto anonymous men. They are, again, um, Yazniyahu ben Azur, Vespaltiyahu ben Binayahu, and their significance is Sarehaam. They are the leaders of the nation. These are the, the leaders of Am Yisrael left in Yerushalayim, and they're sun worshiping. By Yomer Eli, the Kodesh Prophet says, Ben Adam. These are the men who do nothing but think of iniquity. His leaders, all they do is give evil counsel, but your in Yerushalayim. These are the leaders. 
Ha'omrim lo bekarov banos v'timhi hasir v'anachnu habasar hasir v'anachnu habasar, and this is what they say because. The Kaddish Baruch Hu had instructed Yirmiyahu to tell the people specifically, don't resist Bavel and Nebuchadnezzar. You will go into exile, you will spend 70 years there, and you will come back. It is a promise from the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Do not put up a fight, do not resist. This group are the Nevi'e Sheker and the council, and they are advising the total opposite. So, this isn't going to happen immediately. This isn't even going to happen. Uh, this, these prophecies of destruction. Build houses. In other words, Stop this insecurity of any minute you're going to be exiled. Take the step to show security in the land. Build yourselves houses. This is, and it's a very interesting metaphor, we are like the meat in the cauldron. Jerusalem is the seer, the cauldron, the pot. And we are the meat. And what he's saying... Uh, the Navi is, as the Radak says, let me read it to you. The cauldron protects the meat within it, and the busser is protected until it's ready, until it's cooked. So too we will not leave Yerushalayim. We will not be exiled from it, we will live out full lives of longevity, and then we will die. You don't have to leave Yerushalayim. Stop this fear-mongering. Stop listening to these Nevi'im who are telling you you've got to get out. You've got to flee to Bovel. So they're taking the total opposite. And again, we see we're going to come up against that metaphor of a cauldron with meat. Continues the Navi Go, prophesy against these people, Yechezkel. Uh, and the spirit of the Kaddish Baruch who falls upon me. And this is what the Kaddish Baruch who commands me to tell those people in the temple. You're not fooling anybody. I know what you're saying. I know what's in your spirits. I know what you're preaching to the people. You are not fooling anybody. You have increased the corpses in this city. And you have filled the streets and the alleyways with corpses. What are we talking about? That because they were so strongly against surrendering to Bovell, they killed the people who were interested, who were going to follow the Navi and surrender to Bovell. They killed them in secretly and just left their corpses there. Lachain, therefore, Koamar Hashem Elohim, Chalalechem Asher Samten Besocha, those 
bodies that you have left slain by the sword. They, Hamahabasar, the Hihaisir, I'm inverting that metaphor of the cauldron protecting the meat. Because what happens is that when it boils over, the meat disappears, the meat spoils, the meat dissipates. And I am taking you out of there. It's a false metaphor. Cherub, you erase him, you fear the sword. What does that mean? They fear the sword because you went cravenly and obsequiously toadying to Mitzrayim, begging them to form a defense pact with you. They are going to protect you. Mitzrayim? That's ridiculous. And so you went in fear of the sword. I am going to bring the sword upon you. I am going to take you out of there. I will give you into the hands of foreigners. And I will make my judgment against you there. You will fall by the sword. You will not even make it into Bavel. I will judge you on the borders. What are we referring to? Say the Mephorshim. Rivlosa, which is in the land of Hamat, right on the border of Bavel, still in the Gvul of Eretz Yisrael. That's where Tzikiyahu's sons were blinded. That's where Tzikiyahu was blinded. Before they got to Bavel, Tzikiyahu's family never got into Bavel. I'm going to kill you on the borders. V'yedatem ki ani Hashem. He loves and again back to that metaphor of a protective pot and meat. You're not even going to make it to Bavel. You are going to die on the borders. Like meat that has been discarded. I will judge you on the border within the territorial confines of Eretz Yisrael. You will know it is because you did not go in my chukos, my statutes, umishvatai, my mitzvos, lo asisem, ukemishvatai hagoyim, asherzvivoseichem asisem. Rather, you have done the so-called judgments of the nations around you, the Avodah the Toevos, the Shikutsim, that you've done. And as I was prophesying, ben one of those two men identified in the 25 sun worshippers as a leader, drops dead. And Yechezkel is shocked. The Epoal Panai, I fell on my face where Zak Kolgodol, I cry out in a great scream. The more aha donoy elokim. Kola ata ose esherish Israel. Have you begun now to destroy the remnants of Israel? What's the cause of his shock? For one, there is an interesting machlokes in the Gemara and Sanhedrin between Rab and Shmuel, this Paltiel. Was he a tzaddik? Rav says he was a tzaddik. He did a certain instance where he completely uh, obstructed the plan of Nebuchadnezzar on something that would have destroyed a good segment of the nation. So he was a tzaddik. Shmuel says nonsense. He was a Russia as depicted here in the Beis Hamikdash. 
So in either case, you can see why Yechezkel was shocked. Because one, if he was a tzaddik, why would he die like that? Two, if he was a Russia, why was there no opportunity for tshuva? Is this going to be the methodology, the beginning of the end, where each Jew is going to die just like that? Is that what the, the, the ultimate plan is? Um, in other words, this is how you're going to dispose of the remnant. By Hashem and the Kaddish Baruch answers him. Ben Adam, Achecha, Achecha, Anshegula, Secha, Bechol Beis Yisrael, Kula Asher Mulahem Yosreu Shalayim, Rachaku Me'al Hashem. He answers him. Achecha, Achecha, Anshegula, three times. In other words, some say it alludes to Ruvain, and some say it is the Shevet God, the two and a half tribes. Some say it alludes to the ten tribes that disappear. Your brothers have all and will disappear. Behold, base Israel, they who dwell in Yerushalayim, Rachaku Me'al Hashem, have distanced themselves from the Kaddish Baruch He nidna ha'aretz l'morashah, because they are so confident. They're filled with such self-assurance that this is nidna ha'aretz l'morashah, where are you running? This is our nachla. L'chein emor ko'amar Hashem alakim, say to them, I am going to scatter you in the nations with he have so some scatter you among all the lands of Aratzos. This is a seismic phrase. I am going to make for you nonetheless in these lands that I am scattering you. Every Commentator says, This is Bate Knossios. I am going to establish shuls for you in these lands that you go. This is the key, say many Mephorshim, to our survival. It's cosmic, this develops, passed over in a phrase. But what we're saying is, I think Rabbi Jonathan Sachs puts it beautifully. It is at this point, he says, that Judaism becomes extraterritorial. It's no longer fixed to Israel. It's no longer fixed to a Beis HaMikdash, a Mishkan, a Bama, a Mizbeach. You can establish a Mikdash Ma'at in every country you are scattered in, and this is the secret of our survival. It is, don't underestimate the importance of Behilahem LeMikdash Ma'at. Lachain, therefore, and now words of beautiful Nechama. I am going to gather you, Minharmim, eventually from these countries. For Asafti bring you in, <coughs> excuse me, the lands you are scattered. I am going to give you the land of Israel. You will come there. You will take out all the abominations, the shikutsim, these disgusting practices. And now, beautiful Lashem, Venasati Lachem Levechad, I will give you one undivided heart, a heart that doesn't divide its time between Avodah Zorah and the Beis Hamikdash. It's not that it doesn't go from one to the other. It will be one heart, 
Lev Echad, the Ruach Chadasha, a new spirit attained B'Kibberchem, will implant in you. I will take out that heart of stone, that heart that does not change from Avodah Zorah, that does not admit the, the greatness of the Kaddish Wahoo. And I am going to give you a Lev Basar in its stead. So therefore you will go in my statutes. Now this could be referring to the ends of days, Mashiach. It could be referring perhaps to the end of the Golos. But in any event, beautiful words of Nechama, the Elev Shikut Sehem Beso Avosechem Libam Holech, Jarkamba Rosham Nasatinim Hashem Elokim. I will take away these terrible urges to sin, these terrible abominations. Vayisu Hakruvim Es Kanfehem, and now Yechezkel reports at this point in the Nevoah, the Kruvim lift their wings, those angels come up, take root up. In other words, they are withdrawing. Above them is the cover of Yisrael. He is now being withdrawn from the Beit HaMikdash. Kaddish Baruch Hu leaves Yerushalayim. And he stands, Kaviyachol, on the mountain east of the city, that would be Har Hazetim. If you will remember, that is the next phase of that 10 step journey of withdrawal that the Shina undertakes from the Kodesh Kedoshim. The Ruach Nasasani Vahavesi Kashtima, it carries me back to Bavel, El Hagola, Bimara, Beruach Elokim, the spirit and the wind carries me of the Kodesh Baruch Hu, Vayalme Olai Hamare Asharaisi, and now it dissipates the vision I have just seen, the Adaber El Hagola is called Ibrei Hashem, and I will speak to the Gola. How does he speak to the Gola? That the people in Babel are expected to pass it. Asher Herauni. They will transmit this Nebuah the same time of destruction, but again, the same time of beautiful consolation and rebuilding. And so in Mirza Hashem, we will continue that spirit. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Be there. Adkan.